Take that on. Waking up this morning, I smile. 24 brand new hours are before me. I vow to live fully in each moment and to look at all beings with eyes of compassion. Waking up this morning, I smile. 24 brand new hours are before me. I vow to live fully in each moment and look at each and every being with eyes of compassion. Wow. And then something from the non-dual world for fun. This is from someone called Anthony de Mello. Spirituality means waking up. Most people, even though they don't know it, are asleep. They're born asleep. They live asleep. They marry in their sleep. They breed children in their sleep, and they die asleep without ever waking up. They never understand the loveliness and beauty of this thing we call human existence. You know, all the mystics, no matter what their theology, no matter what their religion, are unanimous on one thing, that all is well. All is well. Though everything is a mess, all is well. Strange paradox to be sure. But tragically, most people never get to see all, all is well because they are asleep. They are having a nightmare. Sometimes those words make profound sense to me. Other times they seem a little weird. <laughs> All is well. Practicing with equanimity. So let us, dear friends, dear others of myself, Let us sit down in the reality of this moment. Hmm. Huh. Well, interesting. The YouTube channel keeps freezing. I will fix it one more time. And then I will give up on it. Hmm. All right, here it goes. Last try. That's that, that's that, that's that. It's live again. One, two, three. There is sound again. And there is live to Facebook and YouTube. Hello again, folks. Hope that works for you. All right. Here we are. It's just us. Us living beings. Please notice that there's a body sitting here. 
Please notice that it breathes. Let's notice that thoughts are part of the show. Pleasant thoughts, unpleasant thoughts. Liking and disliking are part of the show. We stepped onto this ride a few eye blinks ago as a sperm and an egg. It's like climbing onto the world's greatest roller coaster. <clears throat> We became participants in the school of life. I think I'll take this course, human existence. Of course, I'll forget that I'm taking a course But since I'm here, I might as well really pay attention. There are these appendages called arms and hands. What are the what what are the symptoms of life that are in them? The sensations. There are other appendages, feet, legs. What are the symptoms of life in them? And of course, we're not looking for a cognitive answer. We're looking for a direct experience of the life. Everywhere awareness touches, sensations co-arise. 
in the face, in the forehead, in the eyes. And we are part of the earth. We are inseparably part of the earth. Feel this next breath. We breathe in the outbreath of the trees, of the plankton of all the green beings. We are part of them. They are us. There's something quite miraculous that we bring to the table, which is awareness. And a few eye blinks ago, the Buddha taught us to train this awareness. Why not be aware of in-breathing and out-breathing Not as some rote exercise, but with a certain sense of awe. This body breathes. And each of these magnificent breaths has a beginning. It has a rising to fullness, a change of direction, a decline, and a vanishing. It has a lifetime just as galaxies have a lifetime. As seasons have a coming and going. With this breath and awareness, we sit at the threshold of everything.
at the beginning. We set a task for ourselves. I want to stay with the breath as much as I can. And a lot of the time we fail miserably. Then we learn to relax more, and develop more mindfulness, and we begin to have some success, some concentration, some tranquility. We start perceiving our emotional patterns. We, we notice thoughts like self-hatred and resentment of others. We notice how the past and future it dawns on us, it comes out of the blur that all the stories of the past and all the fantasies of the future exist right now. It becomes clearer, there's no such thing as the past. Not as a thing. We start suffering less and less right now, right here. We discover the mechanics of, I suffer because the mind wants something to be different. Dukkha, tanha, nibbana, suffering its cause and its end, and the path. At the beginning, practice is work, practice is, I have to do this, this is my mental exercise. And then, over time, it becomes a sweetness. Oh, I get to sit for a while. How long can I have? And sometimes the mind is very concentrated. Other times it's quite, quite dispersed. We become familiar with the five hindrances, the mind of lust, the mind of disliking, the mind of restlessness and agitation, sloth and torpor, and the mind of doubt. And we develop the enlightenment factors, mindfulness, curiosity, and so on. And then somehow mysteriously, it becomes apparent that the whole show is happening by itself. And then we rest in the present moment. Sometimes lost in the thought story, other times crisply clear.
At first we practice loving kindness and compassion. And then it becomes the only sensible way to live our lives. At first we practice for ourselves. I want some relief. And then we discover that ourselves is a process. It is the trees breathing us. And then we see ourselves everywhere. And we fall in love with the world. And this is all natural, like a peony coming up in the springtime. Looks like nothing much is happening. It's a hard little ball, and swarming with ants, and they eat off the wax. And and then there's this peony. So we sit and we breathe. We sit and we rest back into the present moment. Wherever we discover tension and struggle, we relinquish it. Sometimes it seems like we're getting somewhere. Other times it seems like nothing's ever happened. But we sit, we sit on, we, we sit here now. And there is breathing in and breathing out.
time and again. Though it's always this time, it's always now. The trance state comes along and we're gone. We are a conditioned process unfolding with no mindfulness. And then, who knows how, mindfulness appears and suddenly there is wakefulness. Sometimes we get a little glimpse back over our shoulder of the dream we were just in. It's not necessary. But sometimes we can notice, oh, that was restlessness. Oh, that was lust. That was desire. That was fear. That was impatience. That was frightened self. And now there's a body sitting here breathing. There's pleasure in this body. There's displeasure. There's pain. So what? Each breath provides an invitation a runway, a beacon. Be here and be alive.
We are nature. <clears throat> we are nature peopling herself. We belong here. So many of us had family situations where it didn't seem like we were in the right family or where we really wanted. Our practice takes us far beneath that. Of course we belong here. We are life dancing as a human being. And so we can rest back into this moment and let breathing do its thing. We can rest back into this moment and let awareness do its awakening thing.
the mind. is extraordinarily important to us. It's who we think we are, actually. It has allowed us as a vulnerable, rather weak species to dominate the earth. Because we can imagine futures. We can coordinate our activity between people, between systems. Early on, we could hunt elephants and large game because we could plan. So when we stop being used by the unconscious mind and we start using it, one thing we can do is to cultivate love. Cultivate Conjure up an image of some time when you felt very loved and loving in your life. Could have been with a person or a pet or a sunset or a river, a tree. When you knew you belonged and were cared for. Or maybe for some of us it's clearer when a time when maybe you were holding a baby and you really knew what love was. You'd do anything to protect this baby. You'd stay up all night again and again if need be. Or you'd sit with your dying parent or friend. You know what love is. So let's fire the synapses that are that. Let's remember that. And let's internally speak the great mantra a few times, I love you with your name at the end. I love you. And what else is there that you, you long to hear? What else would you like to hear this morning from the most important voice in the world? How about, it's okay, you don't have to worry. Whatever it is, offer that to yourself. Let that tension in the gut or that tension in the jaw or wherever else it is in the forehead, just let it melt away. And now let's, with this same capacity of creation, we could 
Think a kind thought for a loved one. May this person be healed. May they, may they live well. May they die well. And so to all beings, all beings, most of whom are lost in profound delusion, may all beings remember their true nature. May we all remember our true nature. And now bringing awareness to the body that sits here, that touches the chair, and perhaps forming the intention to take this mindfulness forward into life today, to remember to soften, to relax, to rest back into your true nature. And so noticing the body where it touches the chair, the life in the hands, the life of the face, the life of the eyes. Not an image, not a fantasy, the actual sensations of eyes. And then, as you're ready, make the intention to open the eyes and then perhaps be surprised what you see. Just be whatever it is, actually. May all beings everywhere share in the merits of our practice. <laughs> and then if our vision is clear, we get to see one another seeing. Oh, there you are. There I am in my form as you. <laughs> <laughs>